reflection, dedication, preparation. These are the pillars of what we do here in Fantasy AA. And tonight, we prepare. It's Therapeutic Thursdays. Welcome to the meeting. This is Fantasy Addicts Anonymous, the only AA that's not for quitters. I'm your fantasy football mentor, Antoine Weisslicker. Follow me on all social media at Weisslicker. Be true to thine self. Embrace your addiction. And as always, baby, earn your chip. And also, don't forget to join the Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Fantasy AA. Choose your addiction level and earn your chip. You get those perks, those things like that. Um, bonus episodes. It's just, it's great content that I'm giving to you guys on there. And um, hopefully you enjoy it. Support. You can start at tiers of as low as $5 um, a month. So you'll get those things from me. And the more support I get, the more I can put into those tiers um, the more that I could put into that that programming. So please, if you can, support me. Um, welcome to Therapeutic Thursdays. Of course, you know, this is mock draft time, man. We prepare. We mock our ass off during the uh, offseason so that we are ready for our, for our fantasy football drafts when those things come. I know some people do it like right before the season starts. Some people do it <clears throat> the day the day of. The final preseason game, some people do it the day of, you know, the day the day of Thursday night football at the start of the season. So when, whenever you do yours, just make sure you're getting that work in. Um, what we're going to do here is we're going to do, um, we're going to do the underdog fantasy draft here. We're going to do the weekly winners one that they have up here. Um, I believe this is more predicated towards how real drafts are going to look um, because the ADP is you're not just trying to get the highest dude um, throughout throughout each week. You're trying to put together a team that's going to, of course, win you each week because each week you're trying to be the highest scoring person and uh, that'll get you, you know, money there each week. So what we're going to do here is uh, we're already even started this thing. We have pick 11. Um, so the first few picks have already happened. Uh, Justin Jefferson went first overall. Then Jamar Chase. Uh, Travis Kelsey went third overall. Then uh, Christian McCaffrey, A.J. Brown, Tyreek Hill, Nick Chubb. And then we had at the 108, Cooper Cup goes off the board. We are at the turn, so we are picking 12th, and then we're going to go first. Um, so our strategy is pretty much we're going to get the best person available and try to make sure that we, we do this so that we're getting that upside potential each week, but also somebody who we believe is going to be consistent each week. Um, in this, they do the one quarterback, two running backs, three wide receivers, a tight end, and a flex spot. Uh, after, So after Nick Chubb, Cooper Cup went off the board at the 108, 109, it was Stephon Diggs. And then we got Austin Eckler that just went off at the 110. Um, how we're looking at this, man, we're probably going to go. Uh, we want guys that are going to give us points each week, and that's going to make sure that we have points each week. So we're going to go here. Uh, we're on the board. Uh, we're going to go two wide receivers um, off top here, and it's going to be Amra St. Brown is going to be the first guy that we're going to pick, and then we're going to pick uh, Devontae Adams as our second guy. So we're going to go to two wide receiver route here, and, uh, and the reason why we're doing that is because in these underdog drafts, we're able to get – running backs a little bit later <clears throat> that we believe are going to be able to to take care of our roster. We believe that we're going to be in good hands with some of the running backs that we may be able to pick here later on in the draft. And we also want to be at that point where we're getting, you know, three stud wide receivers and maybe even getting a fourth wide receiver as a stud in that flex position. 
Now, the news have come has came out, man. Saquon Barkley. He didn't sign his tenure yet. Uh, neither did Josh Jacobs. So these two guys could be looking like they're going to hold out. Um, you have to take that into consideration when you're out here drafting, if you're drafting right now. If you're drafting later and things shake out different as far as <clears throat> their contracts are concerned, or if it looks like they actually show up for training camp or what have you, then that's different. But for right now, we're going to take the the approach, especially in our best ball leagues, we're going to take the approach that um, we're going to avoid those guys for right now. Um, we have plenty of options at the running back position that we don't have to take that, that shot early on those two guys because they are going very early. They're going within the first two rounds, and we don't want to take those – those first two rounds, we don't want to take those picks for granted. And, yes, granted, these guys are great. But if they are going to hold out and they're not going to play, we definitely don't want to have them on our teams here at this particular point in time. So if you're drafting right now, you know, it's going to be best to avoid those guys. You could potentially get the same value for like an Alvin Kamara or something later on, knowing that he's going to miss a couple games. These guys, you don't know if they're just going to miss a couple games. They may miss the entire season. Like they, they may hold out the entire season. I think it's highly unlikely that they do that, but there's a possibility that it could happen. You know, it's a possibility that it could happen. So going back through this board a little bit more before we get back on the clock here. Um, after uh, we picked Devontae Adams, it was B. John Robinson that went off the board, Garrett Wilson, Tony Pollard. Then we had a string of quarterbacks go off the board, Jalen Hurts, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen all go off the board. Then we had Jalen Waddle goes off the board. Then we had a string of running backs in Jonathan Taylor, Saquon Barkley, and Derrick Henry. Then we had Devontae Smith, DK Metcalf. They go off the board. Uh, the person who had the number one pick now has three wide receivers. Joe Burrow goes off the board. Chris Olave goes off the board here. Then Mark Andrews and T. Higgins. We're at about pick 30 now. Um, so we're, we're actually a few picks away here. So, again, our strategy here. And I know people say, don't go into the draft with a strategy. But you should go into drafts with strategies. Uh, we know what we're going to be looking for. Now, if things change and we get extreme value that falls to us, then we'll change. But for right now, uh, we're going to be looking at possibly getting a – typically, we and when, when I say you're changing – but typically, we we're going to go with another wide receiver here. But it looks like uh, Lamar Jackson could be available to us. Uh, Justin Fields could be available to us. So one of those guys we're definitely going to go for here on our turn. See, we have to have a strategy here because we're on the turn, and we want to get these guys in, and we want to get those guys in with the rushing upside. So we may be able to get, uh, unless both of them go right here, if you know, we may be able to get, and that's not what happened. So we may be, we, we have our pick between Lamar Jackson and, well, Lamar Jackson was just picked. So we have uh, Justin Fields available to us. We're going to go ahead and we're going to take him here uh, with our third round pick. And then our fourth round pick, you know, we have Brees Hall here. We have Josh Jacobs here. We can take one of those guys. I do believe they're better value than the wide receivers that are currently available to us in Debo Samuel, Mike Williams, or Christian Watson. So what we're going to do here, we're actually going to go ahead and we're going we're gonna to take our shot here on Brees Hall. He may not be available for the first game of the season, but we're going to go ahead and we're going to take a shot on him um, even though we don't – even if he's not available for the first game of the season. So – we got to the two wide receivers, we got the uh, running back, and then we got that rushing upside 
quarterback that we wanted to get. So we started off pretty well so far, and and I like what we're doing here. When we come back around, then we'll be able to go after uh, another running back, maybe a wide receiver, depending on you know who the tight ends that are available. We maybe can sneak in a Kyle Pitts um, or even a Dallas Goddard. So we want to try to see how the board falls after that. But after we picked Brees Hall, then Josh Jacobs and TJ Hawkinson went off the board. Uh, Justin Herbert goes, then Najee Harris, and then George Kittle and Debo Samuel both go. Now, we talked about before in on one of our episodes about the fact that, you know, the 49ers receiving options are going relatively high, man. All of these guys are going in the top eight rounds, Christian McCaffrey included. All of these guys are going in the top eight rounds, and we still have no idea who the quarterback is. They're saying that it'll be Brock Purdy if he's ready. But I don't know how you put him out there if he's not taking any reps during the offseason. I don't know how you put him out there if he's not taking any reps during the offseason. And when you hear the pauses, guys, excuse me, it's just me drinking water, man. Drink water. Kenneth Walker, Joe Mixon goes off the board. I knew we weren't going to be able to get a Joe Mixon back uh, on, you know, when, when we come back around. But hopefully we can get another running back that will suit the calls. We are 10 picks away. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins just goes off the board. Gabe Davis goes. Gabe Davis at the 5-2 over Terry McLaurin, Christian McCaffrey. Excuse me, not Chris, Christian Watson. Terry McLaurin, DJ Moore, Drake London. I would have even taken Brandon Ayuk or, 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 man, that's crazy. I'd have took any of these wide receivers that were available over Gabe Davis. I don't know what people see in Gabe Davis. Um, he has not performed to the level that we thought he was going to perform. And, I mean, it's not for a lack of him not being on the field, man. This guy's on the field for 85% of the snaps, damn near. And it just—it's not for him, I guess. Aaron Jones just goes off the board as well as Terry McLaurin. Christian Kirk just goes off the board. We talked about Christian Kirk in one of our episodes, um, being one of those guys that you could still go out and get. Deontay Johnson goes off the board. Now he was further down the board. I thought maybe we'd be able to get him, but people are reaching for their guys and. and that's what you like when you're in a draft and people are actually drafting. Uh, people are reaching for their guys. They're trying to get the guys that they want. And that's what you want out of, out of that. You want, you want to see people get the, the guys that they want. So then in turn, you may be able to get the guys that you want. Um, so we had a string of receivers go off here. Terry McLaurin, Christian Kirk, Deontay Johnson, and DJ Moore all go. Uh, we have... Again, where we're looking at the running back position, we've got Alexander Madison, we've got Cam Akers, we've got Miles Sanders that are that'll possibly be available to us. Um, and then at the wide receiver position, we got Brandon Ayuk, we got Drake London. Uh, scratch that, we don't have Drake London. Drake London was just picked. So what we're gonna do here in this particular position, we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna pick Cam Akers as our second running back, and then we're gonna shore up our tight end position here. Or should we hold on one second? Give me one second. No, no, no. We'll go ahead and we'll shore up our uh we'll shore up our tight end position here and we'll go ahead and pick Kyle Pitts. So we got Kyle Pitts on the uh roster here. So we got two running backs, two wide receivers, a tight end, and we have our quarterback here. So we've got Justin Fields, we've got Brees Hall, we've got Cam Akers, we've got Amara St. Brown, we have Devontae Adams, and we have Cal Pitts. And the reason why I didn't go with a wide receiver at this particular point, again, our top wide receivers that we had available to us would have been Brandon Ayuk and Kadarius Toney. We could have also gotten Chris Godwin, but 
when I look further down, I feel like maybe we could get some value further down here. We could go with maybe an Elijah Moore, maybe a Brandon Cooks. So we'll see what we have coming back around. We also have uh, Michael Thomas that could be available to us as well as Jamison Williams, um, even though we know he may miss some time. And then as far as running back is concerned, we could take, you know, we could take shots on maybe uh Javante Williams or Alvin Kamara at that time. So we're going to be looking at uh, running back and wide receiver on the next turn here, being that we've solidified our tight end position, we've solidified our running backs, our top-tier running backs, the guys that we think – let me not call them top-tier. I'm going to say that these are starting running backs. We believe that they're going to play week in and week out. So we're, we're good with that. Um, so – we are 14 picks away, and like I said, with you, if we go further down the list here, we'll see the Michael Thomases, the Alvin Kamaras, who we want to take shots on, maybe the, even the Jamison Williams. So we got people that we want to take shots on, and that's why you also, when you're looking at your at your board and you're looking at the, the things there, you want to look ahead to see guys that you could potentially get, and that could kind of sway the way you draft here and the way you put your team together. And again, the way I put the team together here was I looked at the fact that, you know, I could see down the line. I knew I could get maybe a Cam Akers or a Miles Sanders. So I knew that I could go with that Cal Pitts or um, I can go with that uh, Cal Pitts pick as well as the Cam Akers pick because then I look further down and I could see, hey, I can potentially get this guy or this guy. So you always want to look ahead when you're drafting as well to see where you can get you some value further down the road. And then we're nine picks away now, and potentially it could be those guys that I said will be there, Elijah Moore, uh, Javante Williams, Mike Tom Michael Thomas, Jamison Williams, and Alvin Kamara. Those guys may be available for us at that particular point in time, and that'll be great if they are there for us at that particular point, man. That's what we want to see out of what we're doing here. And we just had a string of wide receivers go off the board. Jordan Addison goes. Michael Pittman goes. Uh, Chris Godwin and George Pickens. So we're still looking pretty good here. We're six picks away. And all the guys that we were talking about earlier, these guys are still available to us at this particular point in time. DeAndre Swift just goes off the board. So we're five picks away, and now the only thing you're doing is you're looking at is any of the guys you're, you're, you're thinking of getting, are they going to be gone away? And we've highlighted about five guys. So even if one or two of those guys go away, we still got four or five other picks that we can go with, and that's why you look ahead a little bit if you're able to do it. And we were able to look ahead being that, yes, this is still 30 seconds a pick, but we were able to look ahead because we're right there on the turn. So when we make our two quick picks, we're 20 picks away at that point. So we can definitely look ahead to see what's going on. And you want to be able to do that in all of your drafts. I mean, you know, we get a longer time to look ahead as far as us because we're on the turn. But even when you're picking in the middle at the five or the six, you still got 10 picks, nine picks to be able to look. So it's at least a minute and a half for you unless people are picking – Super duper quick. And all the guys that we talked about just now, they're still available to us. And we're actually going to go ahead and we're going to take shots on these guys. So what we're going to do in this build, we're actually going to take a shot on Alvin Kamara. Actually, no. In this build, we're going to go ahead and we're going to take the shot on uh, Javante Williams. And then we're going to take the shot on Michael Thomas. I didn't want to do both guys from off of the same team. That's why I did that there. Um, so I took the shot on Javante Williams as opposed to Alvin Kamara. And then I took the shot on Michael Thomas. So we did that. We and Now we're going to look ahead again. You know, we're 20... 20-some-odd picks away. Uh, so at that particular point there, we'll, we'll be able to get 
maybe another running back and probably Damian Harris. Uh, wide receivers, Romeo Dobbs will probably be available for us. Darnell Mooney. Um, so at that particular point, we can go with one of those guys. Then even further down, we could potentially get a Rondell Moore. Uh, Van Jefferson could potentially be available for us as well. Um, and I understand Jordan Addison was is is a guy that they drafted in the first round, but you know he still has to work his way onto the field. Um, and, a, and a guy who I believe that his ADP is going to start falling, and you may be able to take advantage of that, is going to be Traylon Burks. Um, I believe that with DeAndre Hopkins coming over, people are going to start fading this guy really, really heavy. And I think it's going to be a mistake if you, if you fade him really heavy. Because with the addition of DeAndre Hopkins, it is going to allow Traylon Burks to go back and play his natural spots on the field. The way he played in college out there in Arkansas, he was a guy who moved around the formation and he played a lot out of the slot receiver position. So when you put DeAndre Hopkins on one side and then Nick Westbrook-Akina on the other side, and I always think I say this guy's name wrong, but Nick westbrook on the other side, who, who will play an outside receiver, you can put Traylon Burks back at the slot position, have him move around off the line of scrimmage, and play the way he played in college. That's that's what I want to see out of this guy, and I believe that's what they're going to do with him. And I think that once his ADP starts to fall and you're able to get him as a real heavy discount, because he's going to start going after people like Sky Moore, um, he's going to start going after the Tyler Boyds. You know, he, I think he's going to start going after those guys. And I think that you'll be able to get extreme value for him at that particular point in time. And speaking of Sky Moore, he just went off the board just now at pick 97. That's the 901. David Njoku just goes off the board as well. And there's the Alvin Kamara pick. Now, he went about 12 picks after I picked him, after I would have picked him, which is fine with us. We, we're okay reaching for our guys. We have to reach for our guys because we're at that 12-1 turn. So, so many people got reached for here where guys went with quarterbacks um, and they went with their the tight ends. They're trying to get those off the board. So, people are still available. We're six picks away here. Rashad Bateman just got picked. Jamison Williams just got picked, which we thought maybe he could, be, he could fall to us. But right now, we're looking at some people that could fall to us um, in Cortland Sutton, Odell Beckham Jr., uh, we could go quarterback and get Kirk Cousins or Daniel Jones. So we didn't have to go so far down. I mean, and we still got the guys that we were talking about available, Damian Harris, uh, Romeo Dobbs, and Darnell Mooney still available there. So at this particular point, we're, we're probably going to go. Uh, Antonio Gibson just went off the board. We're two picks away. Um, we're probably going to sure up again, go another wide receiver, tight end, excuse me, wide receiver, uh, running back combination here. All right, and I was going to pick Corlin Sutton, but he got picked there. So I know we're going with the old heads, man. We're going with the old heads in the build. Uh, so we're going to go Odell Beckham Jr. We're going with the old heads. He's going to be our fourth receiver, so taking a shot on him isn't really that bad. When he was on the field, 
uh, with the Rams. He played very, very well. And then with our running back, um, we could take a shot on Rashad Penny or Damis, Damian Harris. We're actually going to go ahead and um, we're going to pick Damian Harris. Um, I'm going to give him a shot. Rashad Penny, unfortunately, that guy scares me a little bit, man. <laughs> Just because it's difficult for him to stay healthy. You know, so that's why we picked in that, in that way. And while I'm doing this, I'm actually also doing a, a slow draft for best ball as well. Um, so I'm on the clock <laughs> on that one. And on this one, it's a super flex league. So I'm going to have to go a uh, quarterback here. I'm gonna need, I need one. Um, or I could go wide receiver here. I should go wide receiver here. I'm actually going to go wide receiver here. I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with Deontay Johnson because he's available to me at that particular point. So I was able to get a pretty good wide receiver there. Um, and that one I'm picking in, I was picking fifth. So I still need a quarterback, which I'm, you know, when we come back around, if they're still available, we got Jordan Love, Kyler Murray, CJ Stroud, Kenny Pickett, you know, Sam Howell. I mean, we got some guys there that, that I could potentially grab. Um, but I did want to get that wide receiver value while it was sitting there. So I did that. Now let's go back to the draft that we were talking about. Sorry for the interruption there. But after we picked Damian Harris, A.J. Dillon goes off the board. Uh, Dalton Kincaid goes off the board. Devon A-Chain goes off the board as well. And Devon A-Chain is starting to go, he's starting to creep back up drafts. He's starting to creep back up drafts. And the reason why he's creeping back up is because, you know, Dalvin Cook didn't want to accept the contract that was given to him by, that was offered to him by the, um, by the Miami Dolphins. So this changes things. Every time the news happens, it changes things. Uh, Samaj P. Ryan is starting to drop in drafts as well uh, because of the news that, you know, they believe that Javante Williams is going to be ready week one. He believes he's going to be ready week one. He said it himself that he's going to be ready week one. So they're skipping people. You know, every time news comes out, things change. Things change and, and you know, the ADP suffers or moves up with it. So the ADP changes as things happen. So... And Rashad Penny went about, what, 12 picks after I said maybe I would go get him. Um, Elijah Mitchell goes off the board as well as Khalil Herbert. Um, Khalil Herbert right now, as it stands, is the starting running back for the Bears. But people don't believe he's going to hold on to that role. Uh, they're believing that Roshan Johnson may be able to take that from him and I, I'm inclined to believe that as well. And if not him, Devonta Foreman will probably take that job from him. I mean, I'm not a huge Khalil Herbert fan. I, I, I think that he's a pretty good back, though. I'm not taking anything away from him or slighting him in the least. But I think maybe, you know, they're giving him a shot. It may be his job to lose, but I think the talent that's behind him is better than him, and their talent always rises to the top of the depth chart is what they always say. Uh, so we'll see what happens there. Um, we're about six picks away, and we still have Darnell Mooney available. Uh, don't know if he's going to be available for us at that particular point. Jamal Williams just went off the board. We do have that option of taking Sabaj P. Ryan at this particular point, even though, like, I don't like guys that I don't know, that that I believe, that I know that aren't going to finish the season for me. If they're not going to go on the back half of the season for me, I don't really want to go after them. And that's what we did here. But Sabaj P. Ryan, we didn't have to make that decision because somebody already took him. As well as Brian Robinson, somebody already took him as well. 
we have four uh, running backs, so we're pretty much in a good spot here, and we're going to be able to take we're going to take our shots on wide receivers at this particular point, and that's what we're going. Well, we're going to take a shot on one wide receiver. We're going to take that shot on Darnell Mooney, and that's going to be our uh, stack there with Justin Fields. And then we're going to go ahead on, and because we are so far away, we're going to go ahead and take our next tight end here because he's right there, and that's going to be Gerald Everett. So we're going to take Gerald Everett there. Um, so now we, now where we're at with this, and we're going to have to take a couple more wide receivers. Um, you know, we're heavy on a week 13 bye, uh, so we're probably going to punt that week. You know, fortunately for us, you know, this is weekly winners. You get to do this every week. Uh, well, not you get to do this. You don't get to draft every week, but, you know, you get monies every week. So even with us losing out on a week 13, because we have so many people on by on a week 13, we still have a pretty solid roster in my in my opinion that could give us points each and every week that they're on the field and that's what you want when you're drafting man when you are drafting your lineups you want your team to be able to 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 explode week in and week out for you um We're a bunch of picks away. We only have one quarterback on the roster, but we have a guy who we believe is a stud at the at the position, which is going to be a top five. We believe he's going to be a top five guy um, in Justin Fields. Week in and week out, we believe he's going to be up there. He's gonna he's gonna have a lot more weeks that he finishes in the top ten than than not because of his ability to run the football. And we believe that, you know, they put the pieces around him in order for him to be able to throw the football as well. But as far as quarterback is concerned, you know, by the time we come back around for our pick, which we're eight picks away, we can grab a quarterback. We can grab Derek Carr. We can grab Matthew Stafford as as our backup here. So we're not really pressed about the quarterback position, we know that we're going to have one available for us. Most of our opponents have taken uh, quarterbacks, and they've, they've, they've loaded up on getting their guys so far. And um, we believe we're, we're going to be able to do that. We're going to be able to get, get the guy that we want here, either Derek Carr or Matthew Stafford, and we're going to take them at the next pick here. But we're also going to uh, – depending on where we're at. Well, wow. I was looking down and I was thinking that we would be able to get Raheem Mostert as a as a running back here, but he just got picked. So Raheem Mostert goes off the board. Adam Thielen goes off the board. Uh, Van Jefferson is still available, uh, which I don't think he's going to be available for us. He's the very top person on the ADP. If somebody runs out of time, then he'll be picked. So I don't think he's going to fall to us. But if he does... We'll go ahead and pick him, and then we will pick um, either Matthew Stafford or Derek Carr. I'm probably going to lean Matthew Stafford just to get the stack there if I'm able to do it. And Van Jefferson was just sniped from us. So we don't get Van Jefferson. So what we're going to do here is we're going to go ahead, and I don't like the wide receiver value where we're at here. I really don't. So we're going to go ahead. We're going to pick Derek Carr. And we're going to stack him with Michael Thomas. And then we're going to go ahead and we're going to pick another tight end. And that tight end that we're going to pick is going to be uh, Irv Smith. So we're going to go a tight end there. Uh, definitely would I really wanted to go another wide receiver. But I think the, the guys that I'm getting, these guys split out wide enough in order for us to be able to say, hey, this is okay for us. Uh, so, and I didn't want to force wide receiver because, again, I think later on here, if we continue to wait, people aren't picking these wide receivers that we're going to be going after. Um, 
and I can tell you this right now, Chase Claypool, uh, Robert Woods, you know, uh, Corey Davis, Michael Wilson from the Arizona Cardinals, and Allen Robinson. Nobody's going to pick those guys in your best ball drafts. Nobody's going to pick those guys in your regular drafts either. So you could take those guys with your last picks and not have to worry and and know that those guys they'll give you they'll give you a few weeks of of great play. Each one of those guys, I believe will give you two, three, four, maybe I'll say four weeks minimum. Each one of those guys is going to give you a 20 point week in best ball. You might not know when to start them in your regular drafts, but you know, they'll you'll see a juicy matchup where they got, you know, they got they're going to have some scrub ass uh corner DB on them. And the teams are going to exploit that matchup because these guys even though they did have, you know, bad seasons last year, they're not bad receivers at all. Robert Woods, you know, Chase Claypool, Allen Robinson, these guys aren't bad receivers. They just didn't play well last year. They had bad years last year. Um, But, you know, you give these guys an opportunity to exploit you know, some lackadaisical coverage, some trash-ass DBs, and they're going to do it. They're going to do it. So you can look for them, you know, at the tail end of your draft. Allen Robinson ain't getting drafted at all. So you definitely can look for him at the tail end of your draft and, you know, put him on your put him on your squad as your last pick because nobody's drafted that guy. But I can guarantee you that he's going to give you about four weeks of – He's going to give you four weeks where he scores like 15 or more fantasy points. I can guarantee you that, you know. I'm not saying that he's going to be a top flight receiver for them at all. I'm just saying that he's going to give you four weeks where he gives you 15 or more fantasy points. He'll probably help you win that week. And you'll know those weeks that that he'll do it um, because it's going to be against some scrub-ass defense and some scrub-ass corners that are on that defense. Um, But back to the draft here, man. Tyler Algier goes, and then uh, to close out the fourth round, Dalton Schultz goes. And then we have, to open up the first round, we had a string of running backs go off the board. Uh, Jerome Ford, Gus Edwards, Kendra Miller. Kendra Miller, his draft stock is dropping uh, since the news that you know, Alvin Kamara is not going to have any felony charges, not going to serve any jail time, but he might have a suspension. Uh, he may get two to four games, you know, uh, with the suspension. But we'll have to see what happens when that when that comes about. But Jordan Love just goes off the board, as well as Taquan Thornton uh, just goes off the board. That's the wide receiver from the New England Patriots. We are five picks away. Jeff Wilson just goes off the board, as well as Paris Campbell. You know, man, Matthew Stafford's still available. You know, technically don't need another quarterback, but when you get an extreme value like that, man, I mean, his ADP was was 160, and we're about to go into pick 180. That's almost two rounds. Two rounds difference, man. Again, you always gotta you gotta take the value when it comes. And I didn't think he'd still be there. I don't think he's gonna make it to us. The person that's directly in front of me has only one quarterback, and I believe he's gonna go ahead and he's gonna pick Matthew Stafford here. Uh, I'd be surprised if he doesn't. I'm surprised he did not. So we're gonna go ahead and take Matthew Stafford. Uh, I know three quarterbacks, but we always want to make sure that we – this is best ball. You can't go to the waiver wire and make any adjustments on the waiver wire, so we're going to go ahead and pick him. And then as far as our next wide receiver is concerned, we're going to go ahead and we're going to pick Hunter Renfro because he's been left for dead, man, and we don't want him left for dead. 
we'll take Hunter Renfro on our team uh, to go as our uh, sixth wide receiver. Um, so we pretty much got our lineup already intact here. We got three more picks to do. Our lineup is looking pretty solid here. Um, we definitely will want to go. I mean, I, I know I really wanted to go with another running back, but all of the running backs that we believe that we could pick, and there's, those guys are being picked. People were getting their handcuffs on. They were getting those guys who we thought had potential upside. Um, so the last of the Mohicans that we believe is left here for that's going to have some upside is if Josh Jacobs doesn't play, Zamir White is gonna would be the pick. But being that we're 16 picks away here, um, I don't think we're gonna get him. And that could be one of those things where you call that a mistake. Maybe we shouldn't have gone Hunter Renfro. Maybe we should have gone Zamir White there, uh, just to solidify ourselves there and get our fifth running back. Uh, we could we could potentially at that point take Leonard Fournette as well. We know he worked out with the Patriots. Uh, don't know if they let him leave the building or not. Uh, I haven't actually read that news as of yet, but we'll check. Another guy who I, I didn't think would be picked here, Clyde Edwards-Alaire got picked at the at the 16-10. In the 16th round, Clyde Edwards-Alaire got picked. You know, I didn't think that anybody would pick him. I think I thought people believed that he was left for dead. I believe that I I like Isaiah Pacheco, but I think they're gonna let Clyde Edwards Lair showcase showcase his because he's in a contract year. I think they're gonna let him showcase what he could do. I mean, I personally don't believe in losing your job due to injury, but he was injured last year, and, you know. Gay got him a ring, but, you know, he wasn't able to play down the stretch, and maybe they're taking that into consideration. Just maybe, but, again, I'm not a fan of guys losing their jobs due to you know, injury. So hopefully they don't just take his job away from him due to injury. And as you guys can see, man, you know, as far as what the running back position is concerned, like I said, we're looking at a situation where there's not really much left down there for the running backs. So even though people are – they're going wide receiver heavy, you don't want to fade out running backs at this particular point in time. And I'm going to do an episode on this about, you know, the state of fantasy football at the moment because so many, so many times out here now, the uh, wide receiver position is being drafted heavy and the running backs are being pushed to the back burner. Running back is is going to be a, a thing where you're not going to you're not going to be able to push that off this year because the guys who are signed these are guys who you know that the team wants to utilize them and wants them to be on the field uh so the guys that are signing contracts and that are are getting extensions the the organization wants them on the team and they want them to be there. The free agent running backs that are available right now, they're going to have to to take, you know, four, three to four million and call it a day if they want to play on a roster. And that's unfortunate for them, but it is what it is. And right now, we're one pick away. Are we gonna are we gonna be able to get Zamir White? We are. We're gonna go ahead and pick him here. We were lucky that he was able to fall to us. Um, and the reason why we want to pick him is because we do, again 
Josh Jacobs. We don't know if he's going to play, and we're going to take that shot on him. And even if, you know, uh, Zamir White doesn't play the entirety of the season, we're okay with that. And um, right now, man, there's not really anything left here for me. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to pick Leonard Fournette uh, as well. And then, like I said, with our very last pick, we'll go ahead and we'll take Allen Robinson. I'm pretty sure he's going to be available down there for us to pick. So we'll wait uh, for our very last pick, which uh, is, again, about Oh, I apologize. I messed that up. Um, Leonard Fournette was our last pick, so never mind. Um, I thought I had, I thought I had another round left, but that was it. I'm sorry. It was 18 rounds there for us. Um, I thought this was the one where you get 20 rounds. I apologize, but yeah. So our team is is set here, and the team that we drafted, um, we got Justin Fields. As our starting quarterback, we got Derek Carr and Matthew Stafford as our backups there. At our running back position, we got Brees Hall and Cam Akers as our starters. Uh, we've got Javante Williams, Damian Harris, Zamir White, and Leonard Fournette as backups. And these guys could play the flex as well. And then at our wide receiver positions, we've got Amrase Brown, Devontae Adams, Michael Thomas, Odell Beckham Jr., Darnell Mooney, and Hunter Renfro. And then at our tight end positions, we've got Kyle Pitts, Gerald Everett, and Irv Smith. Um, the Leonard Fournette pick. It's okay, but I would have I, I would have liked to get another wide receiver, but it's okay. I, I mis-underestimated the amount of rounds that we were going here. And see, mistakes happen, um, even on my part, on everybody's part, actually. Mistakes happen. You know, sometimes, you know, you think you're, you're, you're good and you're not. Um, but that particular thing, Leonard Fournette or Allen Robinson, I don't think that hurts our team at all here. Um, we took a shot on some some a couple of uh, running backs who we think may be able to, to play this year, get some burn, and if not, no harm, no foul there um, with that. So when you look at the board there, uh, surprises. The one surprise that, that I saw was Gabe Davis going, where the hell did he go? Gabe Davis going directly after uh, DeAndre Hopkins. And just got some breaking news as we were, were doing this here. Uh, Denzel Mims, the wide receiver from the New York Jets, who they had instructed him that they were going to waive him um, if they couldn't get a trade done. Uh, it looks like they're getting a trade done. They are trading him to the Detroit Lions. Um, Denzel Mims is going to get a fresh start there over with the Detroit Lions. So, you know, how does that affect Amara St. Brown? It doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. Um, what this actually does for them is, you know, uh, they needed, they needed a number two, um, or, or somebody else to put on the field with not a number two, a number three. They needed a number three. They needed somebody else to put somebody young and somebody else to put on the field with um, Amra St. Brown and the returning Jamison Williams when he comes, when he comes back. You know they have released they they released uh, the the guys who uh, were gambling who were out indefinitely, the ones that were uh, betting on the team. I think it was Quintez Cephas. Uh, you know. They have Khalif Raymond and and, and uh, Josh Reynolds, but they had brought back over Marvin Jones as well. Uh, so I think they're looking towards the future, giving giving Denzel Mims a fresh start. 
you know, so that's good for them. But again, uh, some of the surprises that we saw in this draft, man, was Gabe Davis going directly after DeAndre Hopkins in the fifth round. He went at the 502. He went before uh, Christian Watson, Terry McLaurin, uh, Christian Kirk, before Deontay Johnson, DJ Moore, Drake London. Like, all of those guys went after him, and I think that that was a misstep by whoever drafted that guy at that particular point in time in the fifth round. There's no way that I would have picked him. I mean, when you looked at his his roster, I mean, I'm not going to say he had questionable picks everywhere, but, you know, he picked Kenneth Walker over Joe Mixon. You know, he picked Gabe Davis over, you know, those guys that I said there. He picked Kadarius Toney. Um, and then jo- he picked Kadarius Toney and Jordan Addison over Michael Pittman, over Chris Godwin, over George Pickens, over Brandon Cooks, Jahan Dawson. So he made, in those middle rounds, so in his fifth, his fifth pick, his sixth pick, and his seventh round, he made a bunch of missteps there. Uh, where he had the opportunity to have extreme value with other guys, and he picked these guys. And I'm pretty positive that this would have been one of those those instances where we're going to say he's diversifying the portfolio. So he probably drafted these other guys and was like, this, these are some guys that I'm going to draft just to see how they hit. So it is what it is, but... Those are some surprising things that happened in this particular draft um, that were, you know, it is what it is. Goodness gracious. That thing was in, um, I usually have my computer on nighttime mode, so everything is dark or black, and the screen here for the underdog was white. And I've been staring at it for too fucking long. It's just hurting my eyes a little bit here. But that's everything that we have for you guys on this particular um, episode, man. Again, I appreciate you guys being with me. This is therapeutic to me. I love doing these fantasy drafts. Love doing those mock drafts. And, of course, man, join the Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash fantasy AA. Choose your addiction level and earn your chip. I will see you guys on the next one, man. I appreciate you. Thank you. I'm out.